And welcome, this is Casting Light, stories of recovery and hope from Guiding Light. I'm Phil Tower, your host for every episode of Casting Light. We're pleased to come to you where we record every one of these podcast episodes inside Guiding Light in downtown Grand Rapids. This episode and several of our past episodes have been underwritten by, sponsored by Treadstone Funding. So we want to give them a big shout out and a thank you for especially making this podcast a reality. And uh, if you would like to follow in their footsteps and become a donor here at Guiding Light, you can learn more at guidinglightworks.org, guidinglightworks.org. Everyday Guiding Light provides safe and secure living arrangements for the men seeking a way to self-sufficiency and dignity. And I want you to be aware of that because the stories you hear here share that in a real personal and honest way. I especially want to thank you, the donors, for showing these men that you care, you make their recovery here possible. Your financial support makes a true difference. And again, you can learn more at guidinglightworks.org. I am really excited to introduce a guy who um, I think is going to be quite a character, but he also plays a very serious and important role here at Guiding Light. Woody is a recovery mentor and sponsor. Woody, welcome to Casting Light. Is this your podcast debut, by the way? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, we go, we'll go easy on you. All right. I How did you get it. the name Woody? Is that short for Woodrow? What, what's, the, what's the backstory? Well, you said I was going to be a character, so Woody has got to be my name. Okay. <laughs> but actually, it does come from my last name, which is Woodstra. Okay. Like that a lot. It is a great name, and it also is a name that probably is a good memory for a lot of people here as a recovery mentor and sponsor. I think a lot of people aren't aware that you can be a volunteer to to mentor the men here who go through recovery. I'm just a little bit curious, as I'm sure our listeners are, how you ended up connected with Gutting Light. Give us the backstory here. Well, the story is um, I'm in AA, and I go to the Caledonia group, and there was a guy up there that um, decided to. it was time for him to come down to the program here. And uh, when he did that, there was a few of us that came down to Guiding Light to give him support mm. during, the AA pro, or dur- during the AA meetings that were down here. And, um, you know, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't, I didn't really know that much about guiding light or anything else, but, uh, I wanted to give this guy some support. And when I did that and came down here and met some of the people and everything else, um, I really had a, I had a good, warm feeling. You know, it's interesting. You said that he, he realized he, he needed more than just AA. That's probably not a dis- easy decision for someone an alcoholic to make i mean to know i really need serious help now yep and and i'm and i'm sure it wasn't for him um i know he talked it over with his sponsor and everything else and and they came up you know with the conclusion that you know maybe this this could be what could uh could help him and put him on the right track that's a really important decision to make, but it's also a big decision because 
guiding light does not take just anybody off the street. There's there is a screening process, and you have to be clean. You can't come in here on a four day bender, and I think that's really important that people understand that. Talk about that process though when you you came here with him. What was that like? Well, he had been in the program, and then we just we came down to to the AA meetings, and then we would talk to him a little bit afterwards and mm-hmm. everything else. But at the time, I still didn't really know a whole lot about Guiding Light. Um, I ended up learning a lot more about Guiding Light once I met uh, Brian um, Elvie. And I met him not only when I came down here, but in a couple other meetings. And, uh, and then we became close, and then I became to know really a lot more about what Guiding Light does. And when did you decide, okay, I want to be a mentor. I want, I want to play a bigger role in the lives of these men here. Well, what really happened to me, I, I started coming down here, um, it was about 2014. And then about 2017, I was actually approached by Brian and Mr. Ray at the time to see if I would be interested in... Um, you know, helping the guys out here with the AA part of the the program. And at the time, you know, they thought it might even be a job type thing. But after a couple of weeks of coming down here, Monday through Friday, I told them, I said, this is a, this is a volunteer job. And, um, you know, there's two days a week that the scheduling is correct for this. And they just said, if you're willing to do it, we'd love to have you. Mm-hmm. And it went from there. It's hard to tell Brian Elvey or Stuart Ray no. I can certainly appreciate that. <laughs> you are both a recovery mentor and a sponsor. Can you explain those two roles? I'm assuming you do both. I do. I do both. I don't. I really don't sponsor very many people that come through the program because what I do is I kind of act as a a middleman between a sponsee and a sponsor in case they have any kind of questions or anything else um, that goes on with the program that they may be hesitant to ask their sponsor about, they can come to me and anything that uh, we discuss is between us. It's interesting. So a sponsor does what for someone going through guiding light or someone who is an alcoholic talk about that if you what 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 a sponsor does a sponsor is a person that has gone through the 12 steps of the program they they understand the steps and and they're there to give guidance you know i i often will tell people you know uh, a sponsor is no better than what you are and you're no better than what he is Mm -hmm. you're really two people that are talking together and trying to to get healthier together, brothers with a shared experience. E- exactly, and 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 what that sponsor can do, that sponsor is a little bit more aware of the uh, entire program because he's been in it for a while, and he knows where to look up uh, some answers that might come up. What is the toughest job? Toughest part about being. A mentor for somebody going through recovery here at Guiding Light. 
the toughest part is knowing the pain that they're going through. And, um, you know, we, we've all gone through it. We go through it in different ways, but we all go through a lot of pain. And it's tough to see that on people's faces. But what I've learned through working with people and learning from other people is that it truly helps us all mm -hmm. if we can talk about it. You know, I'm a big believer of, uh, you know, like when you have the stomach flu, you throw up, you start to feel better. Mm -hmm. If you're holding something in and not sharing it with somebody, get it out. Get that poison out. And, you know, I've, I've felt a lot better since I've done it. And I tell the guys, you know, talk to me about anything if you can get some poison out. Hmm. And through that process, the recovery continues. And, and what's important about that, you know, a, a lot of it has a faith-based aspect, too, because... Christian faith says we go stronger in our faith when we experience suffering and pain. But this pain is not a physical pain. This is kind of reconciling with your past. It's that kind of pain. Regret. Am I getting that right? You're getting it exactly right. You know, and, um, and uh, you know, I went, I went through a lot of pain. And you mentioned the spirituality part of it. And that is, that is huge for me, too. Because, you know, I often said... You know, I've always believed in God, but I did walk away from God and decided I'd run my own show, and it didn't work. And coming here and then finally getting closer to God, um, you know, it, it just gives me a lot more peace, and I see the way that he has worked in my life and brought me here. There's a common theme, Woody. By the way, we're speaking with Woody, who is a recovery mentor and sponsor here at Guiding Light. We've done 30 some episodes of casting light and everyone has been a joy to be a part of and to hear these stories there's not been one person who said i knew i could run the show on my own <laughs> and i was successful <laughs> pretty common theme which yep. is a wonderful thing wonderful thing i think as i've heard so many men explain there's this hole in your soul without some kind of a higher power spirituality do you agree with that I believe in that wholeheartedly, too, because of the simple fact, you know, I was lost, you know, in, in, in my alcoholism, and I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I thought I knew what to do, but it was always just go get a drink and try to forget about everything. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, getting God back into my life has, has been huge, and I can see how it not only helps me, but it helps other people when we share the message. You came into your role here at Guiding Light with some expectations that apparently did not meet reality. I'm really curious about that. My ACE research team here at Guiding Light has told me that there's a story about how you thought you had one ex set of expectations, yet something different happened. I'm dying to know that story. Well, you know, I, th I, I think when I look at it, you know, my expectations were that uh, people were going to teach me how to drink better. And, uh, and, and that's when I first started getting into the program. But the expectations that... I finally got and saw and continue to, to follow 
is is that of faith and you know faith can conquer everything in my book for me anyway and there's not a day that goes by that I don't have conversations with God on an ongoing basis while I'm doing a a 10 step in you know the AA program which is continue to take personal inventory and when you're wrong promptly admit it and the person I have to promptly admit to is myself a lot of the time is going you're going down the wrong road dude hmm. it seems like men especially uh, we're stubborn lots and it's not easy to admit that uh to own our own faults but as I'm hearing you say, that's key. That's critical in this process. It is, you know, and, um, you know, I learned through the process of watching other people and trying to, to help other people while I'm helping myself. Um, because that's, that's a big reason I, I, I do what I do is, is to help me. But, you know, I've seen people, uh, you know, pass on through this program and I've gotten mad a few times and then all of a sudden it just hit me you know love the person hate the disease and um, this is a this is a terrible disease but we can beat it if we work together Woody is with us he is a recovery mentor and sponsor here at Guiding Light with us on this episode of Casting Light from Guiding Light and I want to ask you, I asked you about the toughest part of being a mentor and a sponsor. I know you take a lot of joy from this. What, what do you love the most in working with these men? What I love the most is that we are working together, you know, and I, I tell these guys too all the time. I said, you know, I'm, I, I'm doing this because it helps me. And, um, you know, if, if, if it helps you a little bit, I'll be very happy, but I guarantee you, you're helping me. And, and that's what it's all about. And we want that to continue to grow and let people, you know, experience that feeling, that, that feeling of, of happiness and, and true friendship and uh, kinship there, really. Mm. I was struck by something you said just a moment ago. You said, I get mad at the disease of alcoholism. Can you go a little deeper? I mean, what do you get mad about? I mean, obviously, it wrecks so many aspects of life. What is it? Well, well, I I, I know what it did for me, alcoholism, and uh, you know it 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 hurt me with my family, uh, with true friends and everything else, and I don't like to see other people go through that hurt. I don't want people to go through that same hurt, and that's when I get mad. Is that I'm going, I want, I want to grab them and shake them and just go, why aren't you getting what I'm trying to say? But uh, this disease isn't going to let you hear what you're supposed to hear until you're really ready to hear it. it it's a self-guided choice, and I've heard that from so many people. You can lovingly, shoutingly, six ways to Sunday, try to get somebody to stop drinking but they have to be on board a hundred percent not 98 percent they've got to be on board a hundred percent and i can totally understand that what i'm curious about is 
for that person who thinks that they have it under control, just like you did, just like so many of these men that we've talked to on this podcast series. If they, if that person happens to be listening to us right now, there's somebody who's probably thinking I have a problem, but I've got it under control, a manageable problem, if you will. Or maybe somebody is just really unsure of what to do next. And I'm going to assume we have people who listen to this podcast who probably are right at that stage. What would you say to them if they're listening to us? Well, the key for me was honesty. And I had to get brutally honest with myself and really look at, you know, where my, where my life is, was, and is going. And once I did that, you know, I could, I could see that the disease of alcoholism was owning me, and I didn't want it to own me anymore. You know, we talk about being tough guys and don't surrender and all this good stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, the best thing I ever did was surrender and just, you know, let myself know, let my higher power know and other people know that, you know what, alcohol does own me, but I don't need to let it continue to own me if I do the right things. And I learned the right things through getting my spirituality back, mm -hmm. through working those 12 steps, which are a very spiritual lot of steps, and, um, you know, realized who I didn't want to be and who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, I have a close friend, I have a coworker, both alcoholics, both sober for a long period of time. Uh, love to celebrate that with them every year in their anniversary of sobriety. Question I have never asked either one of them, and I figured I would ask you, because you and I are just having this conversation. Does it get easier with every year of sobriety, or does the challenge remain? There's always a challenge out there. You know, you can't, or at least I can't. I can only speak for myself. I can't afford to let my guard down. Um, I know people that have had long lengths of sobriety that went back out, and they come back and tell me, yep, it's not getting any better out there. And I know it won't get any better for me uh, because I've, I tried the cutting down on alcohol and, you know, cutting it out for a little while. And every time I went back to it, it always got worse. And the thing that you got to do is just, I had to just finally say, Woody, you know what? You can't put that in. You shouldn't put that in your body again. I can put it in, but I shouldn't. Can't say it any better than that. I so appreciate your story. I know our listeners do. Woody is a recovery mentor and sponsor here at Guiding Light. Thank you for doing this. I can tell not only are you great at telling your story, I can tell you're really good at what you do. So thank you for being a blessing to these men here. Well, thank you for having me. This guy right across from me is the reason that we do this podcast. And it's also the reason that I have the opportunity to say to you, you have the opportunity to give safety and new hope for the men here at Guiding Light. Every day, 
that they spend here at Guiding Light is a day that they are safe and secure, living together with other men on their way to self-sufficiency and dignity. That is huge. Most importantly, and Woody knows this, Woody, these guys didn't pay a thing for this. Correct. And so many of the men are just blown away by that. No, this is this is a great program. And like I tell people when they when they're first coming in and on probation and everything else, is how much these people here truly care about everyone that walks through that door. And it's just it's it's a blessing that this place is here. And not only just care, a lot of friendships, long-term friendships come out of that. It's pretty amazing. Absolutely. And that happens because of you, the person on the other end of our podcast, you who are listening and you who are supporting Guiding Light. Your financial support does make a difference. And if you are listening and maybe you're new to Guiding Light, haven't supported what we do here, if you'd like to make a gift today and save a man's life, literally, you can visit guidinglightworks.org. Again, the website where you can make a very secure donation, guidinglightworks.org. We hope you will subscribe, share, or review this podcast. Tell a friend. The great thing about this is with your help and support, we can grow this podcast, attract more listeners, and share more stories of recovery and hope. That's what Casting Light is all about. Again, for Guiding Light and Casting Light, I'm Phil Tower. Thank you so much for listening.